his recording. Do you want to leave? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, dang, where where we need to start off at, bro? Did you watch the game last night? The I girls did. Game? I did. It was very very entertaining. Yeah, I feel like the refs messed that up though, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, there were some questionable calls and whatnot, but overall, it was a good game. I mean, the whole women's basketball in, in general is just evolving. Like, yeah, but it's getting better and better. But let's be honest, though, like 80% of the people, if you weren't an LSU fan, you were there to see one person. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then for them to call text and them little petty fouls, man, I'm like, bro, like, y'all got to realize this is the reason everybody's tuned in. Yeah. Like, if she would have fouled out, bro, early, I probably would have tuned out uh, low key. Like, I was just waiting for the next three to freaking launch or whatever. And, you know, tip my hat to LSU because they actually hit the shots or took the shots that South Carolina didn't want to take. But, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I was like, man, these refs, like somebody need to talk to them about uh about how you officiate the the main attraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe they're not used to it. Yeah, you know, maybe not for you know the women's side of things, but uh yeah, Caitlin Clark, she showed up and showed out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dog, she had like 40 points the last two games, uh, and then 30 in the finals. That's crazy, bro. Like Yeah, yeah, very Stephen Curry like. Yeah, like it's it's it don't even make sense. Like she got the ultimate green light. I ain't never thought I'd see anybody with a greener light than Steph Curry, but like, yo, they really don't care where she launched that joint from. Yeah. And like it be going in. <laughs> I think she shot like 50% last uh, last night still. Yeah, when you watch I was kind of like watching uh one of those AUTs that only has one great player. Yeah. Yeah, and they just let him do whatever he wants to do. I'm telling you. And I mean, that's like, they, was. they had the, they had the, uh, what's that, Susano? She was cool in the post, and then they got little sharpshooters and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right, though. Like, it was one of those, like, uh, running gun type teams or whatnot. And so, yeah, it was fun to watch, though, man. I enjoyed watching her play. I've been on the, I've been on her, though, for, like, two years. So I feel like yeah, for you him, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, man, like, it's about time y'all done seen this stuff, man, because you've been doing this the whole time she's been in Iowa, bro. Yeah, yeah. You you know what? You have been talking about her for a while now. Yeah. You know, that, she, yeah. that her game is just like Stephen Curry, how she could just – you know, pull up from deep and just – she definitely has a quick pull-up. Yeah, she picked South Carolina apart, though, man. Like, she picked them apart, dude. I don't even know how to – they said she accounted for, like, 57 of their 77 points, like, by points or assists, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, more than 50%. But, yeah, it's a fun watch, though, man. Like, I'm going I'm to definitely stay tuned in. I'm I'm curious to see like where her transition to the WNBA and if she brings those viewers uh with her to the WNBA. But I feel like I feel like there's a lot of uh resentment from the other females about like how much attention she's getting and whatnot. And so like I don't know, like that's just a like I'm not gonna stand on that yet. Like I'm not gonna die on that hill, but I feel like, you know like they respect her but like i feel like they're like yo we're here too type stuff and it's like no yeah. dude. like enjoy enjoy the ride freaking she's number one right now she's the reason people are, are watching and so like you know like i wouldn't know who alexis morris was which was like that girl that was hitting the middies um like in the fourth quarter if it wasn't for caitlin clark because i wouldn't have tuned in bro if they yeah, if she she got handles. yeah and so like it's like bro like just because she's shining and she's getting the main spotlight don't mean that now I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, bro, she bringing that spotlight to you because I didn't know who any of those girls were before uh, before she started hooping over there. And so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, uh, Paige Bukers, you know, how she was yeah. the uh, main attraction for a while before she got those injuries. So it was yeah, like man. the same thing. So, yeah, I was paying attention to her. I was paying attention to uh, Van Lith uh, over in Louisville. 
And then um, Zia Zia Cook or Zia Cook, I'm not sure how you say it. The one um, yeah. from USC, um, she had a mean highlight where she made somebody fall and hit a nasty lay uh, um, that I keep seeing on YouTube reels, <laughs> YouTube uh, shorts or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. like, I know more female hoopers than I do males in college. Like, which is that's a first for me. Like, like I haven't been paying attention. Like. The game is about to come on, bro, and I really don't feel any type of, like, inclination to, like, really pay attention to it. Like, I have it on because there's no NBA games on today, but, yeah, being like, it's not like I'm like, ooh, UConn, San Diego State, like. Yeah, <clears throat> I kind of feel the same same way. I was looking forward to uh, yesterday's game between Iowa and LSU. I was pumped for that. Yeah, I think there might be, like, I low-key think that I'd like to see the viewer – uh the viewer numbers but i feel like that game will be ranked higher than the dudes game um and oh so yeah that... yeah and um it, you know what it pulled up not basically like 10 million views yeah and so uh, we'll see we'll see because like you know san diego state's a small school i mean uconn has their their uh their stuff or whatever but and I don't I'm not I don't know anybody who's checking for either of those teams. <laughs> like I'm tuned in simply because I'm a basketball fan, but like, yeah. you know, you're not gonna get a casual fan like uh like Iowa did. Uh, yeah. or should I say Caitlin Clark did? Yeah, I mean I love the city of San Diego, so I root for San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who wins. I just want to see a good game. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what happened? Um this last week, my nephew got in a fight. What? No. Yeah, my my sister's kid. Really? Yeah, the, yeah, the oldest one. Yeah. Did he win? Yeah, he a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That doesn't it, sound convincing. I mean, I think it was he got the better of him. How old is he? He's how old is he? I think he's twelve. About to be thirteen. So was that the sixth grade? Um, no, nah, he's eighth grade. Hmm. Do you remember your first fight? Oh yeah, <laughs> man. I, I remember when I got my ass whooped though. <laughs> yeah, I lost my first fight too, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I the first fight I won. What? But it, but it was like I was like in the fifth grade or something. I fought like an older kid. His name is Marquise. I mean, it, it's like losing your first fight is like kind of losing your virginity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just remember it vividly, bro. Mine was like how and, and and I was so mad because this is how it happened. It it was about a basketball game. We were playing basketball and he was fouling. Yep. And so we got into each other's faces. And I remember what my dad was telling me, like, if you're going to get in a fight, make sure you just throw the first punch. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I threw the first punch, hit him. Then he just went like this. He went, nigga, you for real? <laughs> I, was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So then he hit me with the whoop whop. I was like, God damn. All right, so then I I hit him with like a two piece that didn't work, so he just <laughs> wait. Who are you fighting, bro? Like, was this? Uh, <laughs> you hit him with a two piece and it didn't work. It didn't work. It it he didn't it like it didn't phase him. He he was like a about like two years older than me, so maybe you know that's probably why or whatever. But I hit him with a two piece that didn't work, so I'm like, damn. So then mm-hmm. he just started wailing on me. He started giving me combinations and stuff like that. So now I'm confused. So now I'm just doing monkey fist because, you know, my combos are not working. So I'm doing, you know, monkey fist and that ain't working. <laughs> so hey, what's 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 monkey fist, man? Please explain. Monkey fist is when you put your head down and you're just swinging for dear life. Oh, okay. <laughs> just hoping okay. that you can connect. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't connect whatsoever. So a minute or two later, uh, you know, got black eye bruises or whatever. And the guy, he lived like five or six houses down. 
So in Texas, you know, we have like a space in between houses, right? Yeah. So I had to do the walk of shame all the way down to my house, right? And I got mm. my ass whooped in front of my best friend at the time. So, mm. yeah, so that was like a stinger. So I'm, I'm walking home. I get into the door. I was like, all right, I'm going to go straight upstairs. So I go upstairs, and all of a sudden, my dad called me. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the kitchen. He sees my eye, and I'm all bruised up. He's like, man, what the fuck happened to your face? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had bruises, but I didn't look in the oh, mirror, man. so I didn't think it was that bad. So yeah. then I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, shit. Damn. Damn. So then he... So then he marched me right back up to his house to talk to his mother and stuff like that or whatever. So yeah, whatever they we squashed it. So I walked right back down to the house and I was pissed because that was like the walk of shame three times. <laughs> God dang! <laughs> you man. know what? I got my ass whooped. Then you gotta go. Then back. you're gonna then you're gonna take me back to. Uh, confront his mom like they ain't gonna do nothing yeah i gotta walk back to my house after confronting his mom and stuff like that so i'm like man that's some bullshit yeah that's (laughs) oh that sucks bro yeah the walk of shame Mm -hmm. yeah i i uh had a similar experience uh it was in the fifth grade and it was a kid named ralphie and uh, I said, it was like a foul call and I didn't want to, I didn't respect it or something like that. And all I remember saying, it's something about his mama. I said something about his mama and Ralphie was on my ass, boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie, me and Ralphie was tumbling. Luckily he didn't get no headshots in. Like, you know, like I didn't like just like get my ass beat, but like, like Ralphie won that fight. I give, I give it to Ralphie or whatever. Like he was the aggressive. <laughs> I was definitely scared in that moment. Like I was like, "Oh man, like yeah. this is happening." You know, like I'm. So, I was so used to talking crap and not having to fight anybody that, like, it was just, uh, it was just freaking. You know, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> like this is happening. <laughs> and uh, I got home, um, and my mom was like, uh, "My mom was like, what happened?" I was like, "I got in a fight." Uh, and then she like asked me who and all this other stuff. But then like nothing ever happened. I think my dad got home and was like, "Hey, you know that, that that's what happens." And uh, and and so yeah, I watched my words a lot. Uh, I watched my words carefully that time. Like mm-hmm. you know, like people always talk like, "Oh, they talk like they never been punched in the face or whatever." And then like mm-hmm. after that, like I didn't talk like that no more to people. Like. And yeah, Ralphie taught me a lesson, boy. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. See, at least your dad was cool about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my dad wanted to just embarrass me and just. I'm like, come on, man! I got my ass whooped. Can you just yeah. let me just heal my ego? Like, I got my ass whooped in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. That that shame, man. That's one thing that uh. That's one thing. It's not even like the losing the fight. It's what happens after where you're like, hey, don't make me beat your ass like Ralphie and shit like that. Like you gotta hear that yeah. kind of crap or whatnot. Yeah. And so I'm um yeah. Like being a military brat, it, it kind of helped out because I think I went to a different school after that. I, I went to uh wait, did I? No, I didn't. Ralphie moved. And then like I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Ralphie moved or whatever because you know his military. But like, yeah, it was about two years. It was about two years that they're like, "Oh, don't make me beat you up like Ralphie." And then like, you know, you got to fight somebody after that to like, you know, what I mean, like just to let months know. <laughs> yeah, but freaking, uh, uh, yeah, like I was not, I was not a tough guy. I, I'll never uh, claim to be. Um, everybody who knows me knows that I'm not. Like, there's things I'd stand on, and I, you know, what I mean, but like, I'm definitely. I'm probably more confrontational now than I was when I was a teenager. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, I think you have to be now because you have a threshold. You know, you're a husband, you're yeah. a father, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, so and that then, comes into play when uh you get into like 
a confrontation something that's like in the back of your head like man i'm, I'm somebody's father you know I me mean? yeah it. bro that that's that husband like, yeah that, that, that fight or flight and then sometimes there's no flight so then you gotta you gotta stand on that and yeah. so and yeah um now yeah i'm a lot more willing to but like i'm also 35 years old so like i'm not gonna be rolling around on the ground with anybody you know like and then like I'll usually laugh at somebody who wants to confront me about some dumb stuff or whatnot. And so, meh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially at our age, man. It, if the fight doesn't go well, you can press charges and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bro, and you know what I'm It, it just That's costs more thing. now. That's another thing. I got stuff to lose, too. So I'm not going to fight no bum or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to. Nah, bro. It could. If I do fight somebody, it's either going to be like in defense of my wife or my child or somebody that I love, or it's going to be with, and it, it's probably going to be with somebody who has also equally as much to lose and whatnot. So like, I'm not going to, no, we're not going to be rolling around on the ground or whatnot. It's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was kind of proud that my nephew uh, got into a fight because he was always very uh, timid yeah you you know uh kids will pick on him pick on him but he'll never do anything he's yeah. like very uh passive so yeah. I'm glad that he finally uh stood up for himself somebody pushed him pushed him uh to his limit huh yeah yeah well it was over a girl actually that makes sense I yeah think it was like over a girl he's dating a girl and her ex-boyfriend you know still jealous or whatever and they fought in the classroom actually so he was about to approach uh, my nephew. Then he uh, met him halfway, and and my nephew he's like two, like three inches taller than me now. So he's like a big kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the kid that he's fighting was like, I guess a little bit shorter than me. Yeah, yeah. So once uh, my nephew approached him, like the kid just start to swung. So I kind of respect it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you, what I told you respect my, your nephew or the kid I, I respect the kid that he threw the first punch because yeah. the big kids approaching you yeah you're not gonna wait till he hits you so I you know what I respect it's go time it's go yeah, time it's like go I need time. to I need to get mine in before you know yeah you before you know <laughs> yeah, yeah and I was proud that my nephew defended defended yeah. himself so all in all, you know, I'm glad that uh, you know yep. that he defended himself, and it was like a like a rite of passage, I guess, for yeah, you know, a manhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to it at that point. Yeah, like that's a uh, that's a. I feel like I don't respect nobody. Ain't been. I ain't gonna say I don't respect anybody that that ain't been in a fight, but I just kind of like you know. I kind of get a little side eye, like, hmm, like, why you never fought like with your hands? <laughs> like, you you like know that. what? You know what? We were uh, playing video games at your house. Then I don't mm -hmm. know how the conversation came about, but your brother said he didn't get in the fight. He was in high school at the time, so I paused the game. I'm like, what? Yeah, you never got in a fight before. You're in high school. You never. I mean, we need bro. a we need to find a kid where you can get this out now, like, <laughs> bro. I was I was uh I was scared for my brother at at one point or whatnot. He knows how to handle himself. I think he he's a lot like me and that he's like, let's not do this, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, he he can handle himself. I, I I see it in him. But I think he he's a lot like me, where it's like th there's not much really worth fighting over, like absolutely. But yeah, to have but and he's a lot smarter than I was too. So like I think he saw that like a ways before you know mm -hmm. I did or whatnot. Like you know we used to be. I ain't gonna say I was scared to fight, but I was like ah you know I'd rather not. I think you're just uh, scared of what you might do. You know what I mean? Like going too far. I think I, I I'd like to say that dude, but the fights that I, I have been in, I've probably been in I could count on like one hand the amount of fights I've been in. And I feel like I, I've the ones that I've won, I've knew when to stop. Like I've never been enraged while fighting. And that's that's something that like, you know, 
I feel like I've never seen that side of me where I'm like so mad that I just see like people talk about they see red and stuff like that. I've never seen red, you know what I mean, and and like fought somebody. So it's always been like, you know, oh, this person did this. Now, you know, there needs to be consequences to this. And I'm that person that gives the consequences. And so like it's a it's a it's a weird uh I don't even know how to explain it, man. Like I get it. Like but like in my in my adult life though, like I've always I've been a little bit more willing to fight, but I think when people see that, like they they don't want that smoke. And yeah. I'm not even trying to pray like I'm a tough guy, but like when most of the time when people see you get like up and riled up or whatever, like it's like, oh okay, this person is actually gonna fight. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I feel like that's the majority. That's the majority mm -hmm. of people. And like, I'm not, like I said, I haven't done that many times. There's been a few times where like I've raised my voice and like people will like chill out or whatever, especially with me. Like me and you are both the same. Like, you know, we're pretty chill people and like calm individuals. So mm -hmm. like when, when people who've been around me see me get riled up, like it's like everything kind of stops okay. and it's like it's, it's like wait a minute too far yeah they was like chill wheels round up <laughs> they're like, they like all right uh chilling bro chilling and so yeah it's been uh yeah luckily i haven't had to to throw hands that often yeah but uh but yeah bro i mean going to the school we went to though that was you know we seen fights what every week every every two or three days Oh yeah, definitely in Roosevelt. Jeez. Yeah, man. And so, like, I've seen what happened to people, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to meet you at the Target parking lot and square off. Like, like I'm fine on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine on that. And yeah. so, yeah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> don't fight me. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is funny. Oh, I wanted that. Did you see that? Uh. Sierra and Russell Wilson outing. No. No, it was like a talk of what she was wearing. She was basically, I think it was like the Oscars or something like that. It was like some type of event where she basically walked out fuck naked. Let me see this. Yeah, you can just put Sierra naked outfit and Oh, that is that's what it didn't come up. Oh, yeah, you see it like see through. She just has like, hey man, okay, yeah, yeah it leaves very little to the imagination. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, in this day and age, I mean, that's kind of regular these days. Like, Jeez. how how you feel about that? Like, <laughs> is it too much for you? Um. Yeah, it, it's too much for me. I wouldn't want my wife to be out there like that. That that's just me. And by the looks of him, he kind of looked uncomfortable with his wife out there like that. But I guess he just didn't have the uh backbone to say, hey, you know what? You just need to do a U-turn and pick another outfit. Well, I feel like, you know, we're talking to me and your wife where they're like not in a entertainment profession. Like, yeah, like. You, I think that's acceptable, but when you marry like a, a I don't want to say superstar, but you marry a entertainer or a singer and like that's been their kind of like MO this whole time. I feel like that's something that comes with the territory. So it's like, it's like, all right, like if I'm, if I'm Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, you know, like it might make me feel a little uncomfortable, but like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to let that go. But now... <laughs> Now, like, if my wife's uh, uh, a doctor or, like, you know, somebody that, I mean, she go out like that to, like, a gala or something, I'm be like, hold on, man, like, like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, but come on, you know how dudes are. Yeah. You know, you know dudes going to say something when she walk by. Man, I know Russ ain't. I know Bro, Russ, but Russ ain't moving in those circles where, like, dudes is going to be disrespectful like that. And everybody oh. already know it is. I think so. I think be like nah, bro. And then and then that's another thing that comes with 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 the territory when you have a beautiful woman, dude. Like, like that's something that just comes with it. Like you gotta you gotta accept that, man. Because if you I if you being, accept it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can you can confront everybody who says something, but it's gonna be a long life for you, yeah. or, or short marriage. 
<laughs> you got to nip that in the bud before she walk out the door. Nah, bro. Well, if not, if you see error, nah, like you got to let that go. Like that's like she was she was doing all that. She was dressing that way before you met her. Now, now, if she's like, stop, you know, what I mean, like if she wasn't doing that and all of a sudden she have like a whole personality change or something like that, I'm then I'm going to be asking questions and I'm gonna be like, yo, what's going on here? Like, nah, like we not on that. But if if this was she was on before I got there, bro, that's that come with the territory. You can't you can't uh you can't hide that. You date a model, bro, that's what it is. She gonna be in a swimsuit. Like she gonna be, you know what I mean? Like it's like like going to the beach and being mad there's water there, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like that's a bar, by the way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you already know what it is now. And so I, I, I think she's searching for another boat to jump on. Nah, nah, nah. Russ got that on lock, man. Russ got that on lock. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. He treated her well. She she got dogged out by future. She yeah. was she was you know how she how I knew she was in the future, bro. She got matching dreads with my boy. People forget that. <laughs> she had matching dress <laughs> yeah see, um, russ, russ ain't got it like that hey man russ don't need to have it like that bro <laughs> russ, russ got what he got you know he did hey he had he, if they good i'm great but yeah uh, he probably know. is uncomfortable by it but he ain't got the right to say nothing i mean he probably he can say something but he can't be mad because like fam it's sierra it's like if you married Beyonce or like if you married like, you know, uh, a freaking model that's on Sports Illustrated Naked and be mad when she in the swimsuit or something like it's like, dude, this is what I've been doing. This is how I make my living. So she ain't been making no music. So she got to, you know, step out and some outrageous stuff, man. Yeah, ain't nobody checking for her music. Nah, I mean, no, not really. Yeah, but she was she time, i will say though that she is the best female dancer slash performer yeah i agree but so for I, some reason like she just doesn't resonate with people well i think she stopped making music so it's like well, it's just a disconnect i think nah i mean i don't know i like sierra dude i have a soft spot for her i respect somebody who who had like a freaking you know piece of crap ass dude and then like was like you know what i'm gonna go with this good guy and i'm good over here and that's why they got the sierra prayer and stuff like that like there's girls that just keep dating the same bad dude over and over again or whatever and like you know, like they never learned their lesson. I think Sierra learned her lesson. Was like, mm, I'm good on this. I don't and know. We'll see. That's a sign of intelligence, man. <laughs> I, I think here's my theory. I think if Russ, if he has a bad year this year, they're going to divorce. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. One on that note, and I'm not even going to go too deep into it. That coaching for for Russ's team was trash, dude. Like they were they were running all. I watched them like two or three games with them, and I was like, like these are horrible play calls. Yeah. Um, and so, freaking, I think they're going to be better next year that they fired that coach. Yeah, but they I, got a new, they got a new coach. They got uh Sean Payton who recently coached uh the uh, New Orleans Saints. So yeah, so I think they're going to be all right. And uh, but even if he's not though, like Sierra ain't going nowhere, dude. Like his his money his money is is long. <laughs> it's all about status, bro. Mm, I don't think she caught up on that no more, dog. You watch. <laughs> you watch. What's that? What's that? Around those those Hollywood females, man. April third, twenty twenty three. I think she she would have been gone if she was or whatever. But after, we'll see. That's after one of those. Season. That's one of the ones I root for, and that's why, I, like, I'm like, uh, it's not. Yeah, she's one of those artists that gives her all, and just people still don't. They're like, bro, you keep you gonna put some respect on Sierra's name, bro. Like, you're not gonna uh, sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and stand for that slander. Like, Sierra is a legend. <laughs> of what? Of of crunk and B, bro. <laughs> <laughs> crunk and B. 
Bruh. Well, the the early 2000s. Bruh. Bruh, Sierra got some bops, bro. Do we need to go down the list? Yeah. Do we really yeah, need to go yeah. down the list, bro? Yeah, she, she got some bops. Yeah, she she has some some bangers for the club, definitely. Bruh. Like, and they still hit today. Yeah. I still listen. I still listen to O. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all right. Yeah, uh, she had a promise. Uh, freaking my goodies. <laughs> freaking, she was on uh, music makes me lose control. What what she got recently? Nobody cared, dog. Nah, what's <laughs> that? You can say that about any artist. What does Ti have recently, bro? Like, is does that take away from his legend? What yeah. he got recently? Uh, I'm not really up on no. T.I. like that, though. He probably bro, did have something recently, but it's he just... Don't. He don't. Are you it, sure? ain't, it ain't popping. Let's say that. It's not popping. But yeah. that don't take away from his legend. I mean, he's still a legend. Oh, no. We can't compare... You know what I'm saying T. here? You can't you compare T.I. with Sierra, though. Why not? T.I., he has more... I'm not... More hits. I'm not trying to compare them. I'm saying though, just because you ain't come up with nothing recently, don't mean that what you did in the past ain't don't mean nothing, bro. Like you, 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 you throwing dirt on my girl and yeah. freaking like nah, bro. Like Sierra had them them bangers, and Sierra can probably still go out and perform and and freaking outdo a lot of these girls out here. Mm. The only person I feel like that can probably put on a better show. Then, then Sierra would probably be like Rihanna and, and Beyonce. But when it comes to like dancing and singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah, mostly dancing. I, I yeah. Bro, nobody's, nobody's going nobody's gonna to cut that stage up like her, dude. I'll give you that. But nah, anyway, let's get off. We've spent way too much time on Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else we got? What's name? You. Uh. What are your thoughts on the Creed Three, man? I enjoyed it. Rank rank it against the other Creeds. Um. I'll go. Creed. Creed one first. Mm-hmm. Creed three, then Creed two. You are tripping. Really. Bro, I got Creed 2, Creed 1, and then Creed 3. Hmm. Bro, so let me let me state my case. All right. So with Creed 2, you have the antagonist in the Russian. But the difference between the Rocky 4 and Creed 2 is that they actually give the Russian story or whatever about like, you know, like how his mom disowned him and his dad after a loss and stuff like that. And freaking like his dad pushing him and stuff. And so like... I like movies where they have like the, a good antagonist backstory, like just like Killmonger and Black Panther, where it's like, like, you know, like, yeah, he's the bad guy, but I get where he's coming from or whatever. And that's how I felt about Creed too. was like, they, they had an antagonist where I'm kind of rooting for the antagonist in a little bit. And then like when his mom walk out at the end and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like you feel bad for dude. And so like, it's like, it's like, bro, like, I feel like that's hard to, do in a movie these days where you like actually have an antagonist where they have like a uh a um backstory that you can actually like connect with mm -hmm. and so like i felt like that was like the that was the best creed because of that because of the storyline or whatnot and so and that's why i got creed 2 then i don't know like honestly it's a toss-up between creed 1 and creed 3 like I like I like both of them. Like people give Michael B. Jordan like a whole like you know they're full about like not being able to act, but like I I I thoroughly enjoy his movies. No, he's a really good actor. I mean, he really put in the work. I mean, especially yeah. when you saw his uh Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, he was doing physical comedy. I mean, that yeah, was, that, was that was great funny. stuff. So yeah. You know, um, I like the joke where, where he's doing his monologue and he was like, you know, my girl broke up with me and people usually get in shape. And he's like, I was already uh, in shape, though, from Creed 3. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. I thought that was funny. I was like, that is funny. Like, what are you going to do at that point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that uh, State Farm skit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Yo, my man was everywhere with Chick. That joke was funny, yeah. man. Yeah, SNL, it's funny because I've never watched SNL. I always see the skits after the fact and whatnot. Yeah, so, like, it's, like, cool to... I like when they actually have something good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you watch his career from the beginning, you know, he's Michael B. Jordan was basically like a uh, a dramatic actor. So the fact mm-hmm. that you see him doing physical comedy just shows his his growth throughout the years. Yeah. So that's that's what I really pay attention to. But as far as like Creed One, I enjoyed it because it kind of showed his, um, I guess. He was trying to find himself and trying to uh, prove that he, you know, wasn't a mistake that, you know, he had to deal with being like a illegitimate and, you know, deal with the father issues and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking of wide range actors, here's a question. Who do you think has like the widest range in acting? And it's like, you know, somebody who's going to, like, really have you, like, on the edge of your seat, like, to cry. And somebody who's going to have you die laughing. Like, who would you put in that tier, like? Oh, Marlon Wayans. What serious role has Marlon Wayans No, but have you seen The Sixth Man? Yeah. That movie, I laughed and cried. This is true. (laughs) That was a, that was a, that was out of left field, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie where like I laughed and I cried all in, you know, one sitting watching it. Hmm. Y- you know, cuz it's very, you know, it had the drama, then it was also very funny then the fact that, you know, him dealing with the loss of his brother and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very touching, so. That's true. I forgot about Six Man. I need to go rewatch that. Yeah, that was a that's a classic. It it really is, but like I, I'm trying to remember what else. Yeah, yeah, nah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, mine was gonna be Mark Wahlberg. I mean, Will Smith is there, but like I feel yeah. like that's an obvious one or whatever. So yeah. like I'd say like Mark Wahlberg. I think I've seen movies where he's like super serious, like Shooter, and then you know you have the uh, the comedies like the other guys and and. You know, a lot of a lot of his stuff now is comedy more. Um, the one he did uh, was it Un- Uncharted? That was yeah. a that was a good movie. Yeah. And Netflix would be releasing some bangers, man. Well, yeah, it's like back to back. Yeah. Um, have you watched The Night Agent yet? No, not yet. I'm so far behind. I just got caught up with uh, Power Ghost. Oh yeah. Yeah, Bruh. I watch it, but I don't enjoy it as much as Power. I, think <laughs> I don't think anything ever beat Power. Power had some seasons though where I was like, kind of like, like I'm glad they ended Power when they did. Yeah, because there was some seasons where I'm like, ah, oh, this is unrealistic. Like, yeah, the reason why people fell in love with Power is because of. Um, <clears throat> of James St. Patrick, how he did not want to be a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, he hated the fact that he was a drug dealer. He tried to leave the business, tried to get out of it. He tried to make plans to get out. So then he had a coat. He never killed civilians. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he only killed people that was dirty. So. But then he also used to tell on police, though, to people, though, like, like he snitched on on fifties care on Canaan and stuff like that. I ain't. I thought that was kind of whack. Yep that that's real life, man. When you, <laughs> uh, when they when they get you in, it's everybody for themselves. So there's no rule. Yeah, no, what's that? No honor among thieves or something like that. They said basically. Yeah, and uh, I mean, um, yeah, I I don't know, like. I watched Power all the way through, so I can't say that it was trash or whatever, but like I don't think it's nothing that I'd ever go back to. Yeah. Maybe who knows? Maybe I feel away some later on, but like 
I do enjoy watching this ghost show. Um, I feel like the writers are better on this show than they are on Power, like especially towards the latter seasons. Yeah, I think they surround the leading actor with uh, a well-rounded cast, so it's not just him pulling the show. Yeah, who's your favorite character on that show? Oh, Method Man. Method Man's character? Yeah, Method Man's character. He's my favorite. Oh, man. Uh, what's the dude, the the older brother? Um, oh, oh, Kane? Kane, bro. Kane be having me dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I like him because I feel like he's, like, probably the most rounded character there. Like, he do dumb crap, but then, like, he'll show you, he'll show you, uh, he'll show you instances where he's, like, actually pretty intelligent or, like, keyed in. Or, like, he's very street savvy. And oh, so, Especially what he did with his dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that <laughs> was funny. He was like, I know you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so funny, bro. He was like, I know you killed him. He was like, uh, he was like what you talking about? And he was like, nah, because he was too happy after old boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's, I thought that was funny, but I thought that was a good, that, like, that was a good, uh, like, right, that was good writing right there. Yeah, uh-huh. he was like, yeah, I, I own you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing I the only thing I don't like about it is um they should have cast somebody else as Monet, the Monet character. You know, the Mary J. Blige, she's not really doing it for me for that character. What? Yeah. Uh I think she's playing that role all right. Okay, yeah, but I think someone like uh Lala Anthony, she would have played it a whole lot better. No. You don't think so? No. Cause because Mary J. Blige specializes in pain and 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 suffering. And she has that like that. Lala doesn't have that. I like Lala too as an actress, but uh but no, Mary J. Mary J is that role. I can't picture nobody else in there. Like I could picture somebody else as uh as the father or whatever, but Oh, maybe Monique. Nah. No. Because Monique, I'm not saying Monique is like dumb or whatever, but like she doesn't give off like that intelligence or like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like that's a that's a character for it would be Mary J or like uh or like another serious actor uh in that role. Right. Um because I can't like I know Monique can do serious, but but I, I couldn't see her, like, her voice is too distinctive to where it's like, you know, she might say something that's not even meant to be funny, but it'd be funny because of her or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. All right, what else, what, what else uh, you been watching? Man? Oh, what do you think about uh, Deion Sanders? Going to Colorado? Yeah. You know, like, I heard there was a whole lot of um, shady stuff going on at Jackson State with the, with the money. Right. And um, I don't blame Dion, man. Like, he did a lot more for black colleges than a lot of people did. You know what I mean? Like, people talking about he sold out. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, like was he supposed to stay there his whole career? Like, nah, man. I think he did what he was supposed to do, and then he and and then he went on about his business. Yeah, I don't blame him for leaving. It's just the whole presentation about it. About yeah, it's about mean, what he was selling. I mean, yes, but I don't think that that takes away from it, to be honest, because it's not like he he never said that he was going to be there forever. And then they were stealing money from the, from him or whatever, man, like allegedly, and so. Like, they were talking about, like, he was owed a certain amount of ticket sales, and he was like, these seats are filled, and they're talking about the seats weren't filled or whatever. And so, like, like I don't know. Like, I feel like there was a lot more, and I think out of class, Deion Sanders didn't, like, highlight it, you know what I mean, to take away from, you know, their, uh, you know, like, the what he already brought there, which was some lights and some 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 eyes. Because if he would have went and burned the whole place down because they wasn't paying him like they were supposed to, like I could have, I could have, uh, and I don't even think it was about the money; it was about the principle. And so, like, so like I, I admire the way that he left 
with grace and then he stood she stood on it you know what i mean um i think from the beginning he used uh jackson state because he wanted to go to a power five from the beginning yeah, you know, because initially he uh he tried to get on at Florida State. Yeah, he didn't have experience, so that's when <clears throat> the only option was Jackson State. Yeah, now, I'm not mad at it. They used each other, so so like yeah. my my only thing was that what he was selling, you know, you know, come, you know, I speak your language, uh, you know, come to black and stuff like that, like. Yeah, I think he should have been more upfront of that. He's he's here for for a while, or even. But what, if- but what coach is though, bro? Like, no coach is gonna be like, "Hey, y'all, I'm only here for you know this many years, and then as soon as I get an opportunity, I'm out." But they do it all the time, though. Oh yeah, he's no different. And so, like, there's no loyalty in this game, and so. He could have went to some like little small other school or whatever. I don't think Jackson State was the only opportunity he had. And so like now I'm tracking Jackson State, which like is something that I've never done before. Like so like he did he did what he set out to accomplish. So it's like Yeah, I think he could have stayed around. I think he could have finished out his contract because he only had one year left. Yeah, no. Nah. Power five jobs were not gonna go anywhere. This this is true, but you know, like I said, he did way more than I've done for for black colleges, and I don't think uh, I don't think that that uh, he gets that credit like he should, because yeah, like I feel like he could have went anywhere else, and no matter where where he went, he was gonna bring eyes because it's freaking prime time, um, and he did that. It, I, Jackson State should be should be grateful, um, should be grateful because like. Isn't it uh wasn't it, who was it Eddie George? He's at like Tennessee State, and they ain't got no eyes over there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so it's like yo, like he came, he brought eyes to it. Now like Jackson State is somebody who I'll look, you know, and see. And if there's a game, like if I'm in, if I'm near that area, I'm gonna be trying to catch a Jackson State game or an yeah. HBCU game. When originally, like I, low key, I wasn't even tracking it. Yeah, we'll see what he does with uh with Colorado. I think I think he's gonna be successful at Colorado. You think so? I think so, man. Um his his name um alone is gonna recruit. Like he's gonna get the best DDs. He already has number one with him, and then I think he just got the number one person on this class. Um so like yeah, like his recruiting is gonna be A1 because that's Dion, bro. That's Dion. If you a DB and you and Dion come knocking on your door, like what you gonna say, bro? <laughs> like, I don't know. You know say, unless, yeah, unless nowadays, in there. <laughs> nowadays with this NIL deals, it's all about what you can offer. This is true. That's part of it. But if they're trying to get to the next level and they know that Dion can do that, they're gonna go over there. Speaking of NIL, bro, I saw something where like Congress is trying to uh to to like get some control over it. And I'm like, here they go. <laughs> Here they go. You know what it is? What? It, it's these schools like Duke, North Carolina, you know, these blue bloods that's been paying these kids for years. Yeah. All, all of a sudden it's a level playing field. So now they got to compete with mm-hmm. <laughs> other schools, you know, especially schools like Texas that got that oil money. So, <laughs> you know, no, that's I mean? real. So, that, that might have something to do with it for real because, yeah. yeah. Like that's actually a good point. And uh-huh. same as uh in football with Alabama, you know, they have to yeah. compete now. Now, yeah, now they can't do they do what they used to do or whatever. Yeah. And so we're gonna see, man. We gonna see. Yeah, I'm yeah. um they they those people you see like how much like Ronnie's worth and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's something I wanna talk to you about. Do you think pay these kids in high school, you think that's messing them up? in the future i think it is i mean you could say that about nba players like you know like before the fact like lebron was what this about the same age when he got his first contract i'm talking about like kids making money while they're like 14 16 well, that, I, I don't think that they can do that still it's, it's yeah, like yeah they're, they're making money in high school they can deal for sponsorships yeah, like that kid Mikey. 
it might mess them up. But, you know, like, here's the thing, though. Like, we're talking about a very, very select few amount of kids. So it's not like, you know, like they're paying every kid and all these kids that just have, we're talking about maybe 20 people tops. That's really making money. That's going to change, you know, that can possibly change you or whatever. Like, because like how many, how many high schoolers can you name? I can name like three friggin' Bronny, Mikey Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, so what's the third one? I, no, I exactly, <laughs> exactly. I was, I was being generous. So it's like, bro, like those two, first of all, Bronny already, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's not his money, but like Bronny could already get what he wanted anyway. Yeah. And so I don't think it's going to affect Mikey. Yeah, that's a different story. But, uh, but like, it's just, it's the, it's like, bro, like there's only like 20 people that's probably going to make money in high school, like actually playing or whatever. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a crap ton where they're like, you know, it's out of control and everybody, you don't know where money's going or coming from. Um, in college, same thing in college, bro. There's like probably what, maybe like, I'd say a hundred people out of the 4,000 athletes or something like that, that, that might make money off their name and likeness. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, I, I think that people are saying that is a big deal to, uh, to just to be in control of some shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it affect, uh, it's process or progress in the game. Like, if you're getting money that early in age, what's what's going to keep you going? And the if, love if, of the game. If you're get, yeah, but if you're getting it that soon, that fast. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a, like a boxer. Yeah. You know, once they accrued all that money, it's like, what gets you going? The competitive. Being competitive, man. And then it's just like the NBA, man. You get those kids that get that check, and then, you know, they stop working. And then yeah. they out of the league in four or five years. Yeah, I put it this way. I compare it to, like, kids from uh, uh, Latin America with soccer. Yeah. You, you know, they're, they're 14, 15. They're getting all this money. But what drives them is because their families and, you know, they're in third world countries. and Yeah. You know what I mean? They're living in poverty, so that what keeps them going. But here in the states, you know, yeah. I mean, if you come from middle class, and it's like, yeah, why are you are you hungry like that? But I feel like a a lot of the bravado that comes with being the star, like people are addicted to attention, and so like that's probably what keeps them going or whatever. Whatever their motivation is, is the attention. So like if I'm Mikey and I'm getting all this attention or whatever, like I know that if I fall off, like I'm not gonna be getting as much attention as as before, and so I feel like that's that's the new currency is like the or the new motivation, um, is the money or whatever because, yeah, I mean like if you're getting money from a young age, what's to stop you from just quitting after you get your first two or three mil and doing something I, else? I mean, it, it happens with a lot of players. Like you take uh, Imani Bates for, for example. You mm -hmm. He got, he got to college early to take advantage of the NIL deals and stuff like that, but he wasn't necessarily ready. Yeah, you know because he was one of the youngest in college, but, but in college now the game now is like you're playing against older kids. Yeah, you know, with the whole yeah. transfer portal and stuff like that, so they're staying longer. So now they're like juniors, seniors, fifth year seniors, and, and stuff like that. Okay. So a yeah. lot of kids are struggling, especially uh, this kid named Sky Clark, mm -hmm. who they label like a phenom in high school, but he went to Illinois, and he was struggling. But I mean, that's part of just choosing the right school too. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Sometimes you know the they label these kids so early, but then when they get to uh to college and they get a dose of reality, like you're not there yet. Well, was it's the same thing as a uh, dude? Uh, he didn't even get a college offer. Um, he was short though. He was too short. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Mm. It was a short kid, and he was like a he was like a phenom from like freaking like the sixth or seventh grade, and he had handles for days. 
Oh, that Newman kid, right? Newman, Julian Newman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we all knew. We saw his dad. His dad was like 5'4". His mom was like 5'3". So we bad knew. Bad business decision, dude. That was a bad business decision, bro. They should have put that boy in football or soccer or something, man. Maybe soccer, but come on, man. We we knew he wasn't going to grow. I know. Most he was going to be like 5'5 five, five or something like that. Yeah, exactly, but, bro. You know, he's able to make money off his name now, but we all knew he wasn't going to make it to the NBA. I wonder. I wonder if his dad knew that too. Oh, yeah. they didn't. Yeah, I'm pretty. But I sure. thought that, I'm pretty sure his dad thought he was going D one. I mean, he probably could if it wasn't for all of that. I heard I mean, that UTSA he... was the only one that gave him an offer. <laughs> <laughs> I I think UTSA gave him an offer. Yeah, that's what I was like. I heard they were the only ones though. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, um. You see his game. He's very, he's very small. I mean, he can shoot, but that's about it. Yeah, I think he's and gonna it, fill in like a professor type uh, lane or whatever. Yeah, and, and you know his his family made a lot of money. You know they got like a a series and stuff like that. So if that if that was the goal, then you know it's a success. It's true. You know, true, my friend. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. Close it up. What do you think about the the NBA so far, bro? It's an open race, man. My New York Knicks, though, baby. <laughs> we finna go all the way. No, we're not going all the way. If we get out the first round, I'll be happy. Um. Andrew Wiggins is rumored to be coming back, and I think when he does come back, um, the Warriors are gonna be a problem again. Like people are sleeping on him. Um, because of like how they're playing right now, but I think when Andrew Wiggins comes back, who's like a super you know key work person last year, um, it there's they're a whole different team, um, and so curious to see that. I'm curious to see. Um, I'm not gonna get into his personal life. Whatever is happening. Nah, that shit ain't true, bro. That shit ain't true. Yeah, uh, I I, I think, think I think that's real sick that people would just throw that out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. And so you know, whatever he's going through in his personal life, that's his business. Yeah. And so, and, um, yeah, bro. But um, here's another thing. Freaking Embiid, I was rooting for him for uh, MVP, but then I think he ducked. I think he ducked Joker. You think so? Yeah, bro. He played the game before and the play, the game after. And if I'm if I'm him. I'm going after everybody who's on that list. I'm going out to prove, like, hey, I'm better than this dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, I don't care what type of load management we're on. Hey, we're going to figure out a way where I'm playing at the same time, Joker, so everybody can see me play against dude. And so, like, I don't have no – like, I was rooting for him to actually get it, but then when I saw him um, dug that smoke with Joker, like, it was like, oh man, like, <laughs> like now I can't even – like, if he get it, I'll be happy, but, like, yeah. I don't blame the voters if they like nah like you 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 had a chance to go against the defending MVP and like prove that you're that person or whatever. And so like that that part really like like I sound like one of those old heads, but that bothered me. Like I was like, bro, like if you claim to be the best and here's this dude that done took the MVP from you, you know, twice in a row now, mm-hmm. and you and you have a and you have a game against him at the end of the season, like like no like hey i'm gonna sit this next game i'm not gonna sit or i'm gonna sit this first game i'm not gonna sit this uh this one right here against joker like i'm gonna be on the floor and so yeah i don't respect that man like like nah (laughs) i get it i get it and so it's like i want to see i want to see those guys go head to head that way we can really have something to stand on or whatever and so yeah like i don't know like like I thought that Joel Embiid had that dog in him or whatever, like more than anybody else on the Sixers, but like, like that kind of showed me a little something that I really wasn't ready to receive because I was rooting for him to get it. Yeah. Um, but think, you know, I think he get it. What do you think about Dallas? Bruh, they ain't got no defense. Yeah, they can't stop nobody, dude. You got two of the best offensive players in like their own generations. And My theory. My theory is, you know, Mark Cuban, he's a he's a brilliant guy. He's very smart. 
and he knows a lot about basketball. You know, he's been yeah. so long. So he knew what he was giving up when he uh, acquired Kyrie. Yeah. But, you know, my theory is, is that he kind of knew that how it was going to play out, the chance of, of it playing out like this. But he figured that, hey, you know what, in the offseason, I can re-sign Kyrie for like $60 million. We're in Texas. Mm-hmm. You go to you go to California, they're gonna hit you with those taxes. So you yeah you ask for a hundred million, but by t- time you get your money from Uncle Sam, you looking at maybe forty or something like that. So, but so they talk I, about they talking about Doncic being uh un uh unhappy, and so I don't know, man. Uh, I I think uh, they hating on Kyrie. I don't think I I don't know. I've been I don't think it's Kyrie. I think it's just that team. I feel like you can't have two just straight offensive players. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody got to defend. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I think he just in order to get a star, he mm-hmm. sacrificed, you know, his depth. So in the offseason, he can you know, start making some deals to see what the team really needs. So now he knows what the team needs. Yeah, they're going to have to make some moves, man, because, yeah, again, your boy Doncic, they say he he looked unhappy in the, in the press conferences. Yeah. And so, and so if they don't make, like, moves, which is weird, bro, you would think Dallas would be, like, an easy place to get people to want to play, but they can never get anybody in free agency. So I get why they went after Kyrie and, and did what they did, but like it's like, damn, bro, like what yeah. is it about Dallas that people don't want to come? Like I, I like Dallas. That's yeah, a nice city. Nice city. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice city. But yeah, I think it's weird that they just can't ever get anybody. They have nice facilities, a, a cool owner. Um, but yeah, for some reason, like they just can't they can't land that big fish, man. Yeah, so you know, they'll just they'll resign Kyrie. I don't think he'll leave. Yeah, you know, considering how everything played out, but then again, you never know. But I think, you know, he's going to stay. He's going to help recruit, get somebody. Uh, they'll get another kid in the draft to, uh, you know, get more depth. Then they'll be, they'll be back in it next year. Yeah, I I hope so, man. For Kyrie's sake, I want to see him win. Yeah, but oh well. I don't know. I think maybe uh. Phoenix, they might do something. Yeah, with KD. I mean, that's a that's that's a tough out, whoever has him. Yeah, you know what? He you know why KD's so dangerous now? Because he's just hooping. Yeah. Like he don't he don't like with Golden State. No, it's not like that. It's like with Golden State, he was trying to get a ring, you know what I mean? So that way people can't say Now that he has a ring, he, he don't really care about what people say about his legacy. He's just out there just to just to hoop because that's the only time that he really feels normal. I I think it's like Golden State because like now he the whole offensive load isn't on him. And, I, and maybe and now Chris Paul is like that facilitator. So now all he gotta do is score and and defend once in a while. Um, not in the sense that I think that they're better than that warrior team was with them. Cause that was, you know, that was just ridiculous, yeah. but like in a sense where like, you know, when he was with Brooklyn, like he carried that whole load, like, you know what I'm saying? And so now you have, um, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, who's like, you know, probably a top five point guard of all time, um, to distribute and do all the thinking for you. And literally, all you got to do is be a, a shooter, and then ISO mode when when uh when the end of the game when the end of the game comes. And so, and yeah, I'm 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 excited. There's never been this much parity in the league ever. Like, I don't know who's gonna take this thing home, dude. Um, you know, I I said uh it'll be the Clippers and the Cavs, but I'm gonna change it. It's gonna be the Suns and the Cavs. You got the Cavs going to the finals? Yeah, I do. That's a horrible pick, dude. I'll never go for Boston again. Hey, you don't have to go for Boston, but, like, there's also Milwaukee. <laughs> I don't like Giannis. No? No. <laughs> Why not? That's a he travels, guy. He, he travels all the time. 
Oh my god. Yeah, Duh. Are you serious? It's annoying. The man. Cavs, bro. Yeah. Nah, man. They're not gonna do anything. Donovan Mitchell, he's an East. Yeah, no, I... The Knicks are the Knicks are gonna get him out of there in the first round. I think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee, and then I really have no idea in the West. Like it'd probably be Milwaukee and the Suns. Mm. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. Either them or if Andrew Wiggins come back like fucking full strength, ready to go, the Warriors. Okay. But yeah, stick a fork in the Clippers, stick a fork in everybody else, honestly. You really can't stick a fork in everybody else because it's like, it's legit, you know, like you don't know who's coming out of there. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man. All right, man. I guess we can go ahead and close this out. You know, it's getting late. Yeah, man. It's East Coast time over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost my bedtime. <laughs> That's a fact. My watch <laughs> went off. <laughs> my watch went off. I have my watch. Like, it's like the sleep app I have on my phone. Yeah. And uh, at 9.44, like, it goes off every day for me to, like, you know, get ready to go to bed at, like, 10.30 or whatever. And it'd be funny because, like, when I be out and it goes off at, like, 9.44, I'd be low-key depressed, like, damn, bro, I'm still outside. I'm full-